Intentionally Grounded. I'm your host, Brian Willie, along with my co-host, John Kessler. Episode 67 features the offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach at Wayne State, Logan Masters. Coach Masters takes us through the blocking drills and fundamentals he teaches his wide receivers to help create explosive plays in the run and pass game. To view the complete episode with Coach Masters, including video clips of cut-ups and drills that are discussed in this episode, please go to our YouTube channel by searching Intentionally Grounded in YouTube search engine to view the complete episode along with other past episodes on Intentionally Grounded. This season, Intentionally Grounded is partnering with First Down Playbook. For coaches looking for a playbook software that is user-friendly and can deliver the clarity necessary to share and communicate your scheme with coaches and players alike, check out First Down Playbook. For more information, check out their website at firstdownplaybook.com and for our listeners of our show, enter the code IGFB20 when purchasing individual or program memberships to receive a discount at checkout. Again, that code is IGFB20. Don't forget to check out our website at igfootballcoach.com for all our blog posts and podcast episodes. And check out our newly released YouTube channel that houses the video cast version of our podcast episodes as well, along with additional content related to leadership, football, and coaching development. Season 3, Episode 17, with Logan Masters, starts now. So, Coach, tell us a little bit about your background as a coach and what got you into the coaching profession. And then who are some of the coaches in your life who shaped your philosophy? Yeah, um, uh, I always knew one football was important. Um, I grew up watching my dad's old black and white uh, VHS tapes at the Buke, and so um, obviously I want to play football as long as possible. Um, after my senior year, obviously I was writing on the wall, and um, Coach McLaughlin was um, the head coach at Wayne that I played under. Um, had an opening for a graduate assistant, um, jumped in head first, and absolutely loved it. Um, learned a bunch from him, and then. Um, uh, my second, my first year as a GA, I guess, uh, Coach John McMinnon came in, and he's probably had the biggest influence um, on me as a coach. Um, he's now our head coach at Wayne State, and he's a big reason why I came back to Wayne from, uh, from Shattern. Uh, just uh, really love the way he, obviously, uh, his style of offense, and then on top of it, the way he um, handles people, um, treats kids, the uh, way he teaches, learns so much stuff um, from him that way. And then um, the last one, uh, when I was out of Shatter and Jay Long, um, amazing head coach, great, great human being. Um, learned so much from him as far as uh, uh, eventually someday being a head coach, again, handling people, um, learning some new things um, as far as uh, recruiting, fundraising, things like that. He does a tremendous job with all those things and um, uh, kind of all shaped together to where I am now and um, excited to be back at a, uh, Wayne State, where uh, I played and met uh, some of my best friends in my life there. And then, um, like I said, uh, the guy who's had the biggest influence on me in my coaching career is now uh, the head coach I, I get to work for. So I'm very fortunate and excited about that. Early in your coaching career, you coached mostly wide receivers and even continued in that role as you tr- transitioned to offensive coordinator. So what are some of the key coaching points that you would start with each year when teaching your position group? Um, yeah, obviously a little bias. I was a wide receiver back in the day and I love the position. Um, love everything that goes with it. It's, uh, uh takes a, a special mindset. I truly believe that, um, one of the first things that we addressed is, is that mindset. I mean, we, um, running back gets the ball 10 times. They're upset. A wide receiver touched the ball 10 times. That, that's a heck of a day. Um, so we, we don't see the ball as much as, um, other positions. We usually spread the wealth out 
So when we got to be in it for each other. So the first meeting we always have is, is we're going to celebrate all wins and no matter whose it is in our room, um, we um, are going to celebrate everyone's success. And ultimately every big play in a football game, about 99% of the time is because wide receivers, um, whether it's throwing the ball, obviously it's us catching it, O-line blocking, QE making the throw, but long runs, um, whether we're push cracking, getting to the safety, getting that third level defender, getting them blocked, we are creating all the big plays in, on a football field. And so uh, we want to celebrate all those wins. Um, I get probably more excited um, celebrating blocks and things like that than more so than a guy uh, mossing someone in the red zone, things like that. Um, because uh, once you create that, that culture and excitement for blocking, um, they see that and they want to be the ones getting the love. And so they just put in that little extra effort um, to make those big plays and games. Um, and, and that's all it is, is effort. Um, a lot of times blocking, just the guys want to and um, not being selfish. Um, so that's the first thing we're going to address. Um, as far as getting into um, drill work, things like that, we're going to start with our stance. Um, I believe in um, having our inside foot forward. I like uh, having our shoulders square. Um, high school, maybe not so much. College, we get um, a little bit of press. Uh, I think naturally when your outside foot's um, up first, you kind of open up your hips. Now getting outside and stuff on your mandatory outside releases, things like that, it's a little bit tougher um, just with your body being able to, to flip those hips and, and get outside when you're already kind of opened up naturally. So I'm a big believer in that. Um, as far as balance, um, kind of an 80-20 guy, 80% of our weight on our front foot. Obviously, that's going to change a little bit by the, the corners that we're playing. Um, if we're getting a guy who's a heavy, heavy jam, very aggressive, we're probably going to change that because we don't want to get stuck at the line. Um, and then we'll obviously go with various releases. But um, the biggest thing I'm going to watch on film is, is us driving out. I don't want our first movement to be standing to come up. Uh, we want to be doing everything going out. So we're attacking that DB, whether it's run play, pass play, short pass, deep pass, screen, anything like that. Um, we want everything to be going out, driving towards our, uh, our defender, um, essentially like a track start. Um, just not with their hand in the dirt. We're not going back to what the 70s or whatnot when they were coming off in the three-point stances and things like that. Um, so we're going to focus a bunch on our starts because um, uh, that's, that's the first thing. Every rep we take um, in a game or even in practice, uh, you're coming out of a stance. So if we can't do that right, um, it's not going to set us up to be as efficient when we're um, doing the other things as far as the plays and things like that to uh, get after the defense. What drills then do you really place a premium value on day in and day out as you coach the wide receivers? So you talked about stance, balance. Obviously, it's going to be week by week, depending on what you see on film from the defensive secondary. Then what drills then do you really put a premium in that are not negotiable for you guys? You got to do them day one, all year long. Um, we're going to do – first off, we're going to do a blocking drill. Um, and uh, the stock block, and it leads into another drill that I'm a really big fan of. Um, dear load. Okay. Um, so stock blocking, the way I teach it is we kind of start with the, the end product at, at the very beginning. So um, we are up in the face. We're going to be working um, a mirror drill, okay? So basically our mirror drill is um, basketball drill, okay? Defensive mindset. We want to cut off the guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am not, um, I'm not a huge fan of picking out half a number, half a guy, whatnot. I want to, I want to square them up. Um, DBs are, are athletic too. So are we. Um, the other thing is, is not too many DBs are going to make tackles with a guy on them. So I want to be in their chest, making their life as hard as possible. Um, so we're going to work on a good base, butt down, um, chest and eye, um, chest and eyes are up so you can see everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't bury our head. We don't want to put our, our helmet into their chest, anything like that. 
um, and stay low and mirror. And then obviously as a coach, the biggest coaching point is make him work. Okay, make this a lot harder and longer. So uh, when we get into those game reps practice, um, that stuff's cake. So to get into some reps here, um, another thing is I make them put their hands behind their back too so they can't touch or hold. Uh, big thing too is we don't want to hop. Okay, we want to try and keep our cleats in the ground. If we're hopping around and DB decides to strike us, when we're hopping, we're going to go on our back. Um, we're going to be counting lights in the stadium, and that's not a good thing. Um, big plays aren't going to happen because of that. Um, but our eyes are on the chest trying to cut them off um, and keep them from getting to the, the ball carrier. Okay, so for us, we were um, – and I'll get to some clips of it. Uh, we were a big bubble team um, with our RPOs, and um, the reason why bubble works is because these guys on the outside are blocking. Okay, obviously we have numbers but we still got to block that guy head up over us um, to make those plays happen. Um, the next thing we add now is a punch, okay? So we want our hands up at our chest ready to go, ready to strike. We don't want them down um, at our hips because that obviously takes longer for us to strike the defender. Um, the big coaching point here, um, two things, is our feet never die. So when we punch, okay, our feet are still shopping, still moving, um, so we can react to them, okay? Because most DBs are going to try and still dance, try and throw us off, things like that. Once our feet die, that's when we can get push-pulled, all that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing with our punch, obviously, elbows tight, thumbs up. But um, I don't want to punch in this drill right now. I don't want to punch and try and drive, all right? 99% of our blocks at wide receiver aren't necessarily us taking a DB and driving them out of bounds, all right? It's kind of a stalemate. Um, we're up and underneath them. We're in their chest, so they can't make a play. Um, we'll eventually grow to that part of it. But right now, we want to punch so we can stay balanced, okay? Because when, when we tend to punch and drive, we start to get more weight out over our toes. Our, our helmet and face mask go into the guy's chest. We're not seeing anything. Um, and that's when, again, they can push pull us. They can push our head down, all kinds of stuff, because our balance isn't good. Well, maybe while you're waiting here, Logan, one of the things you can talk about then to our listeners, if you had to describe your offense now that you've kind of transitioned into being an offensive coordinator for somebody who's never seen it before, how would you describe your offense? Um, I, I'd like to think that we are an um, exciting, uh, aggressive offense. Um, we are, we're going to try and go fast. Um, I'm not a big believer in trying to get a bunch of plays ran. I want to play fast more so to put pressure on uh, – on defenses. Um, in today's world, we do everything through uh, text, direct message, things like that. Um, by us going fast, um, you can't text, safeties can't text the other safety or the corner to get them in the coverage, things like that. So you want to go fast, um, put pressure on the defense, make them communicate. Um, so hopefully you're going to see us being able to play really fast, um, efficient. Um, like I said, I'm not a huge um, guy on amount of plays. Um, want to try and be in the 6.5 to 7 point or seven yards a play um, overall for the whole entire game. And usually going to have pretty good success doing that, moving the ball. Um, want to be good on third downs. Want to get touchdowns in the red zone. Um, I don't know how many times. Like, the bowl season really stuck out. Teams uh, um, playing well, kicking butt in the first half. Well, they just come away with three field goals. It's nine nothing. Nine, nine to nothing and 21 to nothing are, are two totally different ball games. And um, so we really put an emphasis on scoring touchdowns down the red zone. Um, but um, we're going to try and try and we're not going to be overcomplicated. Uh, one of the greatest things I learned from Coach Long being out there is um, um, don't necessarily get too cute, design a bunch of different things, um, maybe use more formations and, and think about players more so than uh, um, plays. And uh, so that's kind of helped us um, simplify what we do a little bit. And um, 
we're trying to make things look the same. So uh, every formation, motion, jet sweep, whatever we do, we're going to have obviously a couple different run plays off it, a couple different RPOs, um, play action, and then um, your regular drop back, five-step game, whatever you may call it. Um, so defense may see the same motion, same thing. They start thinking one thing, well, they're going to get another. Well, we come back, drive later, give them the same look. It's something else. Um, so that way when you're in the fourth quarter, you have still – your, your full repertoire of plays that you've thrown at them because they don't know what's coming because um, you've used similar looks um, for an RPO, a shot, um, a screen, it might be, um, different things like that. So um, I'm trying to make things look the same until um, the ball snapped and then it all changes. And that's uh, hopefully what teams would see. And hopefully uh, we're not shooting ourselves in the foot, penalty-free, um, obviously – um, less mental mistakes, again, coming down to simplifying things. Less guys have to think. The more they can naturally play and do their job, um, the better results are uh, on the football field. So hopefully, like I said, you, you watch us. Um, we're exciting. We're fun to watch. We take care of the football. We don't make mental mistakes. And uh, we have some big plays and uh, very efficient when we get into those red zone and third down situations. Logan, how has your offense evolved, evolved a little bit since you were you know, wide receiver coach and then obviously – a little bit of OC at Wayne State, and you left and went to Shadron, and then now you're back at Wayne State. Obviously, it's probably had some form of evolution. How has it changed, or what's the biggest change you've seen since that time from when you started at Wayne State to since you've come back? Yeah, um, probably the biggest thing for um, for me changing uh, from the first time at Wayne State um, a couple years ago and then going out to Shadron was um, added a bunch more RPOs um, into our uh, um, our game plans. Um, big believer in that. I, I, I have been blessed to have been able to have uh, two really good quarterbacks. Uh, Zach Osborne was at Wayne State and Dalton Hulse, who is uh, still – he'll be a senior out of Shatter, and he was up for the, the Harlan Hill. So I've been blessed to have uh, uh, two really good signal callers that make things a lot easier on me. Um, but I'd say RPOs is kind of how I've evolved. Um, in the past, it was just you might throw a bubble, you might throw a little step off now screen with a zone, things like that. Um, we've evolved to now running route concepts with them, um, throwing the slant of safeties are going to come down and fill in the run and when you get quarter steams, things like that. Um, and always trying to find, um, um, new ways to do things. I mean, the, the greatest thing about football is there's so many different ways to do it. You can watch any type of game and, uh, pick something up. I mean, I've been to high school games they're like, dang, I, I like that idea. That'll work. And, um, installed it the next, next week. And, uh, it's had success for us on, on Saturdays, um, so evolving, I guess the RPO has been the biggest thing. Um, also, uh, um, this, my, this is the first time I've ever worked under a head coach who was an old line guy. So um, Coach McLaughlin was an um, offensive line coach. Coach Long out of Shadron's an offensive line guy. So when I first started, um, and it got pounded in my head pretty quick, but uh, I was getting five guys out in routes all the time. Well, that stuff's all great and stuff on the board. But when you uh, get out there and your quarterback's getting hit, and that's not good. So um, uh, really learned and evolved to protect the QB. And so that's probably um, the first and foremost thing each week is, is how are we going to uh, um, block whoever we're playing? Can we get away with um, only having five guys in, in pro? Um, is it a big blitz team? If it's a big blitz team, probably not. But then we just got to make sure the QB's really coached up on, on his hots and things like that. Um, but always trying to find a way to protect um, whether we're sliding to a, a certain defender, uh, odd fronts, if we're going to fan it and make QB responsible for an inside backer, things like that um, is really where I probably I've evolved the most is, is protecting the quarterback. 
Um, and last year, like I said, uh, uh, Coach Long was awesome. He's a great, great old offense line coach and obviously head coach. But um, we were able to lead the league in the least amount of sacks given up, which is obviously an important thing. I think we threw it the second or third most um, in the conference. So that's a, that's always a plus, um, keeping that guy clean. And, and when we were able to keep him on his feet, that quarterback, like I said, he's pretty good. Um, he threw for quite a few yards and touchdowns and, and uh, made our offense really go. Um, this drill now is probably one of the biggest ones. Like I said, we are big. Um, I'm teaching. I want to take the man straight on, okay? That way it gives our ball carrier a two-way go. Um, you can kind of tell if the DB wants to shoot inside. Well, now it's easier for us to wall. If he wants to stay outside and try and keep contained, well, now we can push him and take him to the sideline. But um, this drill, two wide receivers, um, you get them lined up on the line on the field, um, pick out a yard line, match them up, and they're going to try. They're going to lock up, grab each other's chest. They're going to try and overtake each other and almost reach block um, the other one. So whichever way, if we're going to the right, the wide receiver going to the right, his right arm is going to try and lock out and push uh, um, that other wide receiver's um, shoulder back. And he's going to try and pull him with the left to try and spin and pin him um, to get outside or get inside, whatever um, – wherever the play may be going. Again, good base and balance, eyes up. Um, and if your feet stop, you're going to get reached and get beat. So it really um, forces them on contact, or since they're engaged in, in contact, to keep their feet moving. And um, like I said, this is huge for us in our, our bubble stuff and any type of blocking on the perimeter. We're going to ask you a few situational questions. So okay. it's first and 10 in the middle of the field on your own 30-yard line in the first half, and you are looking to take a big shot. Okay. What player are you calling? And walk us through your thought process before you make the call. Okay. Um, um, we're going to go, obviously, during the week. Um, has, what type of are we playing? Are we playing a heavy man team? Are we playing a zone team? Um, are they aggressive? Are they blitzing? Things like that. Uh, if we're going to team that's going to play a lot of man and heat us up, we're probably our sh our shot play is probably going to be um, something off a of base RPO double move. Um, so I, I, I'm a big split zone guy. I absolutely love it. So whether we're in 12 purse or 11 personnel, um, we go with a split zone. We call it uh, Rome in London. We're faking zone to the right. Um, going to ride it, and then he's going to pump fake like he's throwing. Uh, maybe double slant off of it if we're in a um, wing tight end uh, slot and outside receiver. Um, what we called uh, we called it fat over. And actually, it was the clip right here, as you can see on the screen. If you guys still got up, that's what it'd be out of. And uh, maybe we're going double slant. So uh, number one, or number excuse me, number two is going to work that inside shoulder of the alley defender and get vertical occupied at safety. And the outside guy is going to work that flat under slant for two steps and stick it and get outside. Um, First that man coverage, and again, it's something that it's one of our base plays. Um, we do it every week, and so teams are going to know it. And like I said, we're going to use their aggressiveness. They're coaching against them. I mean, they're going to see that. They're going to know it's coming. And the nice thing about doing it early in the game too is then it, it hopefully knock on wood we hit it. It's a big play, and um, um, it sets up that play becomes safe the rest of the game because in that DB's back of his head, he got beat on that same exact look, and so it kind of changes the dynamics for the rest of the rest of the afternoon um, if we can hit it. And even if we, we don't necessarily hit it, sometimes scaring them is um, just as effective. Um, so that would probably be our go-to. How we'd call it is we, we'd go west, right, fat, over, um, roam, looky up. And um, try and keep everything one word simple. Um, obviously, the up gives it away that we're going double move and stuff like that. But um, 
it's one of our base plays. And again, um, like I said, with our offense, we're trying to make things look like um, the same thing to see the defense. Well, right here is a great chance to do that again against an aggressive defense and um, hopefully softens them up for the rest of the game um, and allows our RPO game to uh, work. And once they start creeping up, might have to hit them with it again. But um, that'd probably be our go-to. Um, obviously, game situation stuff like that will vary. If um, defense had just been out there for a long drive, um, we might not necessarily go for the the big play right away. Try and give them a break um, about about winning the game, and you don't want to go out there, go three and out, take three shots, and uh, put the defense back out there right away and have them um, suck in air. So uh, um, all that stuff goes in, and that's another thing that learned a lot from uh, um, Coach Long uh, as far as laying out game plan um, for the whole team and what he wanted to see and working together. And, um, just thought it was awesome to be on the same page with the defense and um, I'm there. But if Coach Long defense is getting stops, um, that'd be our go-to, uh, take a shot, um, get after him, try and get the uh, scoreboard rolling for that Saturday afternoon. You know, when we're looking at heading into next year, wherever that's going to – whenever that's going to start, whenever it's going to be, what are some of the things you're researching or looking more into, um, and what are some of the type of resources that you've been consulting so far? Um, like I said, RPOs are just – they're game changers and always look for new ways to um, – things that would fit what we do now at Wayne State. But um, um, the NFL Game Pass is, uh, is now free. I saw that on Twitter. So I've been watching um, – bunch of Chiefs games and I am and they got coaches film on there so you get the wide and tight and and man is that NFL film beautiful I mean you can just see everything so I've um, been spending a lot of free time um, watching the Chiefs um, trying to take things um, that they're doing uh, another thing obviously with the RPOs uh, they're doing a bunch of condensed sets um, whether it's bunch or cluster sets um, again making defenses have to communicate um, guys crossing and stuff when they're when the ball snapped um just looking for different ways to put pressure on that defense and um um obviously learning and making um our playbook more dynamic and things like that and and uh the cool thing too is you see some of your plays are that we've been running that the chiefs are doing they're just doing them out of uh, different uh, sets so really it's not a big learning curve for our guys and, and things like that so um, um that's probably been the biggest thing is i'm i'm Whenever I get free time, um, boys go to sleep, um, wife's watching her shows, um, sneak on the computer and watch that uh, NFL game pass and watch Chiefs and um, um, steal some RPOs, different formations, run some stuff out of, and uh, even possibly a few uh, new pass plays.